0: You know, I breathed a sigh of relief this morning. Why did you breathe a sigh of relief? Because I made it to our podcast studio on time for once. I know. Because I'm notorious for being late. Yeah, which is bad. One hundred percent. It's it, it's like ingrained every, within me. Every you. time I'm late, I get berated by J Max as I come through the door. It's
1: nine oh four. You meant to No, no, to no it's not. It's never nine oh four. If we start at nine, you're showing up at nine thirty six. Yeah, look. <laughs> every time. Every time, yeah. Well, I,
0: um, I got here on time for once, yeah, which is great. We, which, in fact, you got you know here what, early. We should do an episode on 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 lateness or just laziness. Lateness. I think you mean lateness. Lateness. What? Lateness. Lateness. No, lateness. 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 It's latent, Lateness, <laughs> not lateness. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Oh, we're here for a podcast today, though a completely separate topic. Oh yeah. We're talking about identity. Mm, we're Ide- talking about identity. Uh, the big topic for young people, obviously, because it's uh, something that I guess when you're a young person, for the sort of demographic that this demographic that this podcast is for, it's a big issue. And you know, we're growing up. You're ter- becoming uh, you're becoming an adult. Mm. It's an exciting time. Yeah, and. There's a lot of things that influence identity, and we're going to talk about some questions that are that we've brought to the table here. Discuss that, and uh, if you've got any thoughts on what we're talking about here, feel free to write down some notes as you listen to the episode, or just shoot through some comments to us. You can DM us on Instagram, you can shoot a message to us on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, wherever you'd like. Who knows? Maybe we'll be on maybe maybe we should be on Snapchat. We should be on I mean, everything. It's dying. TikTok is the new thing apparently. Nah, once we're on
1: Snapchat it'll it'll boot back up again. It'll Everyone's okay. going to flock there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know it. That's it. But no, yeah. no one I bet no one's ever listened to a podcast on Snapchat before. This imagine will be that. a first. This oh imagine this that. Be revolutionary. Just like a, a Maybe we should start our 5 minute Snapchat story. Maybe we should start our own platform. Yeah. Which would be I don't know what it would be some the young of, people some sort of Instagram Snapchat podcast listening
1: hybrid. <laughs> oh wow well, you know, okay. i can't wait all right well <laughs> if you guys think we should start our own social media That's, platform you let us yeah, know yeah okay all right but anyway getting on to the, yes. the topic of discussion oh, here yes identity identity it's, it's a pretty complex subject isn't yeah, it yeah it's cool and it's obviously i guess we can go uh anywhere with this we can
0: talk about our own identities we're going to talk about sort of young people in general and what sort of impacts identities and and, you know, sort of when in your lifetime that you really
1: established that, you know, truly knowing yourself. Mm. Yeah. I don't think there has been a time in history. And actually, that's a very, very big call. But <laughs> it, right now uh, the the role identity is playing yeah. in everything from our general lifestyles to uh, identity politics. To everything is just so massive right now. And it becomes such a a convoluted issue mm. that uh, it's there's no one right black and white answer right mm. so it's a it's very subjective but you also have to take an objective viewpoint on on the idea of identity and how it relates to you and your place in the world and and even the society that you're a part of and how that's that's functioning in the larger community it all it all trickles down to to one simple idea—that is, identity.
0: That's right, and it's a it's a constantly evolving sort of uh, topic of discussion because, like you've said, uh, you know, just through the times, you know, sort of the definition surrounding identity and and and, and what we're actually talking about here is, is has evolved so much. But let's let's go back to the Cambridge Dictionary definition, which I've got here. The Cambridge Dictionary definition for identity is. Who a person is or the qualities of a person or group that make them different from others. Mm. I agree with that. Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we can all agree that that is what identity means, the word itself. That,
1: yeah, what that means. Qualities. We can, we can dissect that forever. Really. We can, we can. So how is it – before we get technical and f- too philosophical about it, why don't we talk about our own sort of experiences with how sure. we've identified and how we've changed throughout our years here on planet Earth. Yeah.
0: So us personally. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's start with you.
1: Okay, well, I'll we'll start with the curly me. The curly-headed guy in the in the me, back me. of the That's studio
0: it. here. Yeah, hi. You always get free reign. Hello. Um, well, me with identity. I think I've always been pretty – Fairly solid with identity. I'm not tooting my own horn or anything, but um, nothing too fancy. I've 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 always been pretty comfortable with myself. Um, I've always been a bit of a quirky guy, I guess, um, and I've I've always been comfortable with that. Um, at- as I sort of grown up now, I'm now 23 years of age. I, I really feel myself sort of establishing my sense of identity around this time period now, just actually like 21, 22, 23, which is when I believe the like that's when the brain like fully develops around the age of 24, 25 as well. Um, and I really feel myself sort of coming into my own as an adult and understanding, you know, my own intricacies of of simple things of like my personalities and you know what things I like, what things I don't like. They're all things that impact my identity. Um, And sometimes we can make choices to sort of, you know, influence identity. You know, we choose to do one thing or choose to like one hobby or, you know, various, uh, choose to do a job that you'd like. Um, but I've, I've got a list of he- things here that I'll just, I'll just rattle off as well. I've got uh, put jotted down some things that I think that really affects identity. So this would refer to the qualities that make a person different from others. Um, so I've got four things here. My first one is family slash upbringing. So that's a fair one. So obviously, however you've been uh, brought up as, as a young child, it's really going to influence who you are and the decisions you make and how you interact with other people Um, in the future. The second one is culture. So just the culture that you're surrounded by. Um, Obviously that's really going to heavily influence your identity. Third one is friends. So the friend group that you surround yourself with, Um, you know, if you surround yourself with good people, you know, you're going to make good decisions. But if you surround yourself with the wrong kind of people, you might end up in the wrong sorts of situations and that might negatively affect your identity. And then the next one is environment. So, what sort of environment you're around. You know, if, if, you know, unfortunately you're living in like in in negative circumstances in poverty or something, that's going to affect your identity and who you are. Um, And similarly, if you've, you know, come up quite wealthy, that's that's sort of going to affect who you are and and how you see the world sometimes as well. Um, So, yeah, I mean, again, it's not black and white. It's not like, you know, that that is who you are if you've been brought up rich or, or poor or something like that. But those those for me, I think the four things that I jotted down that really, I think affect identity. Yeah. Yeah. What about you for your identity? Have any comments for yourself?
1: Man, my my sense of identity, like it's been a bit of a a journey. Um, mm-hmm. I found that when I was a kid, like growing up through my teenage life, I think that's when people start becoming more self-aware in either a very indulgent way or a reflective way, Mm. but that's generally the time period where people decide to start reflecting in on who, and that's the big word, who they are, who I am, who we are, and who, who, who. It's it's all about um, establishing yourself in your environment and the impact that you want to have on the world. And it's really hard for people to get to a point where they can effectively say, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it before they really ingrain themselves in an idea that they are this person, therefore they can do this thing. And for me, uh, I like you said, one of the big things was um your friend group or the the culture that you're associating with that was a really really big part of of how I was growing up because I had a really strong friend group mm. and uh they were a lot like family to me and we I probably had a stronger rapport with them than my own family uh for the most part which is not uh, untypical of of teenagers, they tend to gravitate towards their friend group. And they mm. b- start being raised by their friends at a certain point instead yeah, of the well, parents.
0: It's actually interesting just to mention there. Yeah, you hear it some a lot, especially among young people. Like the sort of debate that you know what actually is your family, and some people you know prefer to sort of choose their family, mm. and some people call like some close friends their family, and you know. I guess it's up to you. What, what do
1: you want to call that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, so that was a big thing for me, uh, just being involved in that, mm-hmm. that culture of friends that was uh, it, it both negatively and positively influenced who I was starting to become and who I was identifying with. But the big thing, and it was probably due to – the group of friends that I was in was that I gravitated strongly towards music from about 14. I started playing guitar and all the way up until my uni years, um, like four, three, four years into uni that's, I was heavily, heavily invested in the idea of music and everyone knew me as the musician. I've mentioned this once before on uh, a previous episode that we had with Emily Payne, and she Good said, episode. oh, a yeah. great episode, episode, one of my yeah. favorites. She said that uh, we can very easily identify with people, or with ourselves rather, based on what people are mm. saying about us. And she gave the analogy that if everyone started calling you a bunny rabbit it Initially, you'd be like, that's insane. I'm not a bunny rabbit. But the more and more they say it over and over and over again, you're just going to start to accept that truth. Mm. I'm a bunny rabbit. People do social experiments like this all the time. And when I started investing myself into music and people started seeing that and people started identifying me as a musician, Mm. I didn't feel like I had much of a choice but to accept that sense of identity so that was my first initial sense of identity and quite recently i sort of broke that uh i had a ended my relationship with music for the most part and um that was the hardest thing i've ever done like one of and honestly i say i ended the relationship and it was a breakup because it really felt like yeah. that i've gone through breakups and ended relationships before and i've felt the. Uh, You know Heartbreak And it's It's not a good feeling And I can only compare What uh, That feeling was Of Disassociating with Music To the ending Of a relationship Because it was something That you had a relationship with You know You
0: interacted with Every single day On a daily basis Mm. You know uh, you know, for you, like, composing music.
1: You yeah, know? it was not only was, my job, it yeah. was my study life, and it was also yeah. my downtime.
0: That's right, yeah, and especially in those sort of creative fields. We've talked to so many creatives here on the podcast. It, it, it's not just, you know, it's not like a nine-to-five thing. It's like your whole life, like mm-hmm. it's sort of nonstop. So when it is a creative thing and to just drop it like that, it does sort of, yeah, it becomes trickier. Um, but that's the thing. It sort of gets th- – it on almost things like that um, – that other people see you doing like they thrust that upon you as and and you sort of accept that as your identity what your friends and and peers sort of thrust upon you as you know oh that's you know you're the musician guy so were you sort of like happy to were you sort of okay with that being like it's like oh,
1: i guess that's what i do so yeah that's part yeah. of my identity absolutely and so. it's it wasn't so much as that i was okay with it mm. it just is it just was what it yeah. was yeah. like yeah. Uh, um like it was as a part of me as the color of my skin or the color of my eyes or something. It's like one of those things you just can't change. It just is who you are. And so I just, yeah, I was fine with the the identity, but I... When that all changed and I started investing myself into other things, I went through a whirlwind of just like I'm lost in this storm. I don't yeah. know what to do. I don't know who I am. And I had um, a, a person who was very, very close to me. Uh, just before I was going through this, this breakup, I didn't know how close I was to the, the end of my relationship with music but they were saying to me, they were saying, I I just don't know who I am. This is really hard. And I said "I said to this person, because uh, I didn't really know how to respond because I'd never thought about it and I'd never really had any identity crisis before. And I just basically said something along the lines of you are who you decide to be and what you do sort of informs who you are and who you become, mm. but I don't know if that's so clear cut anymore because it's uh, it, it's a complicated topic talking about your subjective perspective versus your object objective perspective and it sort of informs the autonomous individual which is the person you, you are without even thinking about it, which is sort of so, I'd say who I was when I was a musician and then a big this did this big transition and I became someone or something else mm. but fundamentally you're still the same person right yep yep yeah mm. so what about have you you haven't mm. had any big crisis sort of crises yeah. I
0: sort of had a similar thing. Again, we've we sort of mentioned multiple times on the podcast if you're a regular listener that we've both been involved with music. I've had a similar thing it was sort of about six months ago or so I sort of sort of started to fall out of music a little bit. And, yeah, it's a similar thing. It's sort of challenging for yourself just personally because that is part of your identity. And that's what other people see you as, you know, not that they're just like, oh, you know, you're the music guy sort of thing. But um, <clears throat> pretty much like... Because that's been such such an a pivotal part of your identity, you're worried that if you lose that part of yourself, you're going to like lose connections with people. You're going to people are going to sort of judge you because like oh that like that was your thing like that was such a core part of your identity. How can that not be anymore? Mm. Um, but I guess what we also have to understand is that we're still in this phase of of um, you know young people and sort of that coming into the. You know, teenager, and even that uh, into the twenties, still constantly changing and evolving, and that identity. Even though you know, we do form a lot of strong friendships, that people are going to change and evolve and develop, and it's something to 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 make sure that we really that we really understand. Um, you know, going through because th- this is the most you know, this is the most hectic time for for, for people. We're constantly uh, evol- you know, We're really sort of discovering who we are for the rest of our lives. You know, locking in sort of like our, our adult selves. You know. Um, But what I wanted to bring up now as well is basically talking about for young people and their sense of identity is um, whether you think it's important for young people to establish a strong sense of identity. Um, I would say that it probably is, especially in this day and age where, you know, there's so many so many hotly uh, contentious issues. Um, If you're sort of airy fairy, it's easy just to get, you know, blown by blown away by the world sort of a little bit um do you think it's important to have like a solid core to yourself a solid understanding of of how you feel on certain issues and and knowing who you are and where you fit in the world
1: yes and no Mm. i think and i can only really talk from experience here but i i can pretty much guarantee that most people will have gone through this Mm. if you haven't then that's great you're in um, probably the minority here, but I think I started trying to establish myself in different ways. Uh, is it because there, I was a, a musician, yeah. that's who I became, that was my identity. But after a while, it becomes so much your identity that you want to sort of extend yourself and branch out into other things. Like, I'm the musician, but I'm also the fancy guy, or I'm also the um like the hippie guy Mm. or i'm also the whatever it is right yeah and so i started for example becoming kind of upset with my wardrobe which is a, a pretty normal thing for for young people and i remember there was a what do you mean by upset so like like with just like my my sense of you wanted better fashion and yeah and and whatnot yeah and i had no nice clothes i was sort of just walking around with um (laughs) like i was a complete and utter minimalist without Mm. intention Mm. i just that's what who i was Mm. and i started you know um seeing videos all over the internet it's like these are all the core things you need in your wardrobe and you need these shoes yeah. and you need that jacket and that color and all this stuff's going on. And so I remember there was a, an event that I got invited to by one of my teachers at uni and it was a very exclusive event and me and one other student got invited along and I literally couldn't go because I didn't have the appropriate dress code because i just couldn't do it so it, was like a, it was like a sort of like a formally formal yeah sort of yeah thing and, and it wasn't even like super formal it was just like smart casual ones yeah, yeah. like i wear thongs <laughs> 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 you know, like or flip-flops for our international uh listeners oh, yeah. out there
0: yeah so i'm not sure what they call them in like europe and the uk yeah i don't think I, I don't think they'd call them thongs though i reckon that's just us oh, they've probably got some other crazy name if you are for listening from from the uk let us know what th- what do you call thongs or flip-flops over there
1: yeah anyway anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a good question but i i became obsessed with sort of trying to become someone else yeah and as you were saying before is it important to establish yourself and establish an identity for yourself early on? That's exactly what I was trying to do. And I was trying to become someone. Mm. Uh, it's, and I was trying to fabricate a an idea of myself and I was trying to present that to the world. Mm. And I, I realized after a while I've like spent all this money on clothes that I don't like, trying to impress people that I don't know or maybe don't even care yeah, for yeah, yeah. And I feel no better about myself because even though I started having better clothes and people would say, those, those shoes look really nice on you. It wasn't you. It wasn't me. Like, thank you. Those shoes do look good. That's probably why they were so expensive. Mm. And But I'd rather someone say, hey, that speech you made was fantastic mm. or, you know, uh, th- that Whatever it is, something something that's more heavily linked to your identity. Exactly, mm. because the the external forces yeah. that play on on who I am aren't really dictating my internal uh, to to repeat what we've already said sense of identity. So I think that's a big part of if you are trying to establish a, your identity, don't force it. I think you really have to ease into to something with passion, with genuine interest, and with a lack of superficiality, mm. which is not being deep with, with what you're caring about, right? So yeah. that that's some big things for me. And if you're worried about establishing your identity for the people around you, there's no way you're ever going to do that properly mm. because... I read a novel when I was in high school. I think I've read it for English and it was about this particular person. I can't remember it exactly, but basically the character, she was going through sort of this this crisis, mm. this teenage life crisis because she realized that her identity was compromised because the person she was to her mother was a different person to who she was to her best friend to her boyfriend to her teacher to her doctor Mm. to even her dog and and she was just who am i i'm different i'm a different person to every single person i am so why are you trying so hard to establish yourself when no one is going to see you how you see yourself in the mirror so not that it's not important to build strong foundations for yourself and and latch onto something that can keep you on the straight and narrow and keep you busy and keep you healthy mentally and physically, but don't become so worried about what other people are thinking about you and 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 trying to invent this perfect image of yourself because people are too busy looking at themselves to care really about what you that's true yeah uh doing with yourself and that's the harsh reality but i think it's true and if you're going out i think fundamentally everyone should uh identify as someone who is willing to help other people Mm -hmm. i think if that's your fundamental nature then you can't really go wrong yeah and just i could be wrong
0: though yeah what, what you, on what you said before, actually, that I can sort of relate the back relate that back to myself personally, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to it as well. <coughs> Pardon me, um, especially in my teenage years, I found that what you said before, sort of almost being a completely different person to different sort of groups. I, I sort of found that, especially as a teenager, sort of um, like in my school group, like it's certain friends. If I was talking to like my sort of my, my more sporty friends about like f- football and stuff. It'd be sort of different to if I was talking to my friends about music. It'd be different to sort of how I'd react around my family. Um, and uh, yeah, I sort of found that I was sort of had almost like, it sounds like I've got like these different personalities almost. But it was almost like it was almost like I, I, I had established this sort of like, this is how these people know me in this scenario. I have to fulfill that because if I veer away from that personality that has been established in that group, they're going to judge me or something and that was a i remember that was a big issue for me especially as a teenager what i've found now especially coming into my 20s is that i've really sort of i've i've become aware of that and i've become a lot more well-rounded as a person just myself um and and, and i think that sort of naturally happens as you sort of grow up you sort of tend not to worry too much about like those sort of the divides between your personalities and your groups um understanding that we are multifaceted beings but um I I was sort of I I wasn't worried about how people were gonna were gonna think of me, and I just started acting a lot more naturally in what in whatever I was, and you know, and and understanding that yeah I can talk to you know my sporty friends about about sports stuff, I can talk to, talk to music friends about music stuff, but it's still me on the on the inside, and it's just you know all those sort of facets create you know who I am, and I, I think that's a big issue for a lot of people as well. Like, did you ever have that where you sort of felt like? If you're talking to, like, a certain person, you go, oh, yes, i got to – you know, you sort of got to – and that's actually a thing that you see a lot. That it's, a, it's a thing, isn't it, where you sort of – especially if you're meeting someone, you, you tend to reflect what you're mm. receiving, hey? Yeah. So, you try and yeah.
1: always – any socially intelligent person will always try and reciprocate what's going on unless it's yeah. completely negative. Yeah. And, you know, you're talking to someone who may have a dangerous personality but for the most part, if you're meeting a new friend or a new colleague or you're going on a date with a new person, you're trying to sort of keep the the, the social integrity of the current relationship or conversation. You're trying to keep that strong mm. and you want some sort of longevity towards mm. that. And the best way to do that is to build somewhat of a rapport and to reciprocate and find common ground and yeah. similarities. Mm. I think... The biggest issue, which I sort of touched on before as well, is that I tend to focus too too much on myself. Yeah without bringing the the world in and it's sort of like if you're looking in the mirror stepping closer to the mirror is not going to help you see yourself better Mm. you need to bring the whole world into it right right Right. or at least more of the world you need to see yourself in your surroundings Mm. so was that that a dog i I think it was i hope it was i mean i don't (laughs) hope it was if it was i hope it's okay okay (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) anyway I was going to say I hope it is instead of a, like a child but I think it oh was a, I think it was a happy Well, you, squeal. Don't, you don't have any childs here on the property, do we? Childs any children. <laughs> yes, I don't have any children. No, okay. I hope not. Anyway, I um what was I going to say? What was <laughs> I going to about say mirrors before? I was talking it was, about was quite profound, and
0: then the dog wanted to wanted to Yeah, basically
1: I I was essentially just saying in order to see yourself better Mm. yeah in the mirror which is an analogy Mm. because that's what we do here on the young people podcast all about i've been trying i've been trying to get more metaphors into yeah 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 Yeah. just to be a bit more uh, let us know do you want to hear more metaphors and analogies on the young people podcast you can contact us here on anyway Uh, (laughs) on all our social media
0: platforms. We're everywhere. We're everywhere except for TikTok. Mm. Who who knows? Maybe we will be on TikTok by the time this comes out. Do
1: do you think we as a society Mm -hmm. have uh, a a tendency to overcomplicate identity, especially recently? Yeah, maybe. Maybe.
0: And it's become such a hotly debated issue, especially in this day and age. And there's almost pressure. I think if we specifically look at young people, of course, young people podcast, um, there's almost that, there's that like you said before, you need to buy this thing. You need, to, you need to do this. You need to do that. That's the whole idea with advertising. It's like you need this to be more complete. Mm. You need this to fulfill your identity. Mm. You need these products here, these superficial things. There's almost that, that pressure there. And, again, I think that's one of those things that sort of adds to the stress of discovering your identity as a young person and that's where it's sort of become over complicated where you know something as simple as identity like we don't really even have to think about it too much it's, it's just who we are naturally as as people that's basically what identity is and i think we tend to really overanalyze ourselves and go uh, you know uh, who am i what am i doing sort of a thing and you know who 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 what 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 are who is the person that I'm turning into? You know, as I'm as I'm
1: becoming an adult. Mm. So, I, yeah, I, I, what what do you have to say about it? Well, I think it, I keep touching on the minimalism aspect of, yeah. of of this because I think it is honestly the most important. I know that's a very big call, but I'm sticking to my guns here. I think <laughs> it's the biggest yeah. uh, power you can have when you're establishing your identity. And if you guys out there that are listening like films. You probably have seen this film, but it's my probably one of my favourite films ever. It's called Fight Club, with Brad Pitt, Edward Norton. Which I still haven't seen. Oh man, it's I haven't seen it's it. so good, and the reason I think is because it's so strongly linked to the idea of identity, mm-hmm. and specifically minimalism, and I wouldn't take everything that's in the film as gospel truth because it is a pretty hardcore or almost like extremist level film. But one of the quotes in there, which I'm just going to quote right now yep. was from Brad Pitt's character, Tyler Durden. And he says, you are not your job. You're not how much money you have in the bank. You're not the car you drive. You're not the contents of your wallet. You're not your fucking car keys. So <laughs> I, I love that. And, yeah, and he basically recites that throughout the whole film, yeah. and uh, it's the film literally just opens up with the idea that this this character needs these things, and mm-hmm. it, he I think at one point he actually says that uh, that apartment is my life, that is who I am, and and it's just so sad that, mm. that that's not fiction. That's that's real. People the, the fictitious aspect of the film was the the letting go of the the material world. That's the fictitious part. The real part was the the complete overwhelming sense that you are the things you you have. And another quote from the film is Brad Pitt says the things you own end up owning you. And so the biggest thing for me in establishing my identity has been focusing on the things you do and the people you do it with rather than the things you own because that's it's and to quote the minimalists here I'm just throwing quotes everywhere um, use things and love people because the opposite never works Mm, that's right yeah and it's it's superficial things and
0: you know, and when we pass on, our legacy is going to be the thing that's remembered, not not as I drop my phone there. <laughs> check
1: it not not Do the clothes
0: crack? that you're wearing on no. your back. I, that's so funny. It's like I was talking about how, like, things are superficial I d- <laughs> as I drop my iPhone and then like, no! i instantly look for a the crack.
1: IPhone. Oh, no. <laughs> no,
0: the, the, no I, and especially in this day and age, as I was, what I was saying before with advertising and all these crazy gadgets that we need, uh, we sort of get consumed by it, and it becomes our identity. And the things that we surround ourselves with, you know, you walk into someone's bedroom, and you, that, that's a good indication of like sort of a bit who they are as a person. You know, the things, you know, the posters that they have on the wall, the, the things that they have out in their room, sort of indicates who they are and their attitude. And yeah, I think we get a little bit caught up in that in Absolutely. that material world, and we sort of have to take it back, especially for young people where you're sort of building that identity. As you're becoming an adult, just um, undest- just keep coming back to sort of what are the things that really matter, you know, creating strong friendships and and
1: and and having, you know. But yeah. again, I'd say friendships as well isn't the best place to embed yourself in an identity yeah. because friendships are so yeah, okay. temporary, right? Like it's it's sad, but I've had friends that have been some of my best friends ever, and. They eventually, you know, within a day, they can become strangers to you. And touching on what you just said before as well is, I think people honestly need to invest themselves into things. And even whether you agree or disagree, I think everyone does do that. So it's it's so natural. And my just to use an example, a family example mm-hmm. here. My dad, um, I remember hearing stories about, about him when from my mum when we were growing up and he was very minimalistic. He did he had what he needed and he, you know, used that and he didn't care about what the house really looked like or, you know, what he was wearing. He just had an objective. Every every day he woke up he had a mission. He he uh, executed the mission and he came home and then the, the next mission was the next day. But for someone like my mum, she became uh, especially in the later years, you know, that now that my sister and I have grown up and we're on our own sort of paths, she's become very much about um, identifying and establishing her identity in the things that she owns and in the house that she has and in the materials and how she can express herself. Mm. And I think that's fundamentally the big part, right? How are you expressing yourself? Mm. And maybe it's it might be that painting on the wall is matching the the color of the lounge which is matching the decor on the TV unit and as long as that's all matching and that's all you know going together that's that's what that person has to focus on because you can't wake up and just not do anything i challenge you wake up one day and just look at the wall all day you would go crazy. Mm. You would you'd do it for ten minutes, and you you know a fly would you know fly across your face, and that would be the most interesting thing, and that would consume you. Uh, you you have to become obsessed with something, and you have to execute on that thing, whether it's your family or or your friends, which I don't think is the best option. Mm. Me personally, you can disagree with me if you'd like. I'd like to hear some some of your opinions on it. Or it can be sport or it can be your job and your career. Mm. Find something. Find something.
0: No, And I sort of agree on the friends thing now that you're touching it because we can sort of get influenced sometimes by the wrong people, sort of what I said mentioned at the top of the episode there. Sometimes, especially if if you surround yourself with the wrong sort of people, that's going to rub off negatively and it's really going to affect your identity. And that could, you know, we've seen it before that, Sometimes, like, like even sim- simply, like, bullies at schools, you know, they bully because they're hurt, you know, themselves, and it becomes, like, a chain effect.
1: Which is something you hear when you're a kid, but you don't believe, and yeah. now you you get yeah. older and you start yeah. seeing and it. hearing it's about like Yeah, it's like, wow, mm. yeah, I get it. Mm. It's like I, I abhor bullying. It's my, like, my least favourite thing in the world. I detest it. It's completely mm. reprehensible. Yeah. But I look back at my bullies mm. at school and I, I i pity them yeah almost like sympathize yeah. a little bit yeah. yeah it's like i see i get it man yeah uh let's talk about now about
0: sort of uh young people as they're growing up uh, discovering more about themselves so it's an exciting time as we're growing up we're learning more about ourselves uh basically what i want to discuss now is is what can young people do to to help discover more about who they are what what should young people be be stepping out and doing all these things and traveling, uh, you know, going to different places, trying different hobbies, different, you know, doing as much as they can to really sort of that way you can really understand
1: a lot more about yourself. I think if you don't, then you're in a dangerous place. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And people say, and it's obvious that you have to be passionate about something, you have to have passions. I don't think you're born with passions. That's that's a bit of a controversial uh idea but i think it's kind of absurd to even think about the idea that you just are who you are and you're you've got these these passions and are you are who you are in the sense that your passions are sort of leading your sense of identity which is true for the most part but i think your passions are developed uh, from interests do you Would you agree with that or do, does oh, a person yeah. just have a passion?
0: No, no, no. I, I think I definitely agree. I definitely don't think people are born with passions cause it, and it can always evolve. And like I, like I mentioned before, multifaceted beings we are. Um, oh, I sound like a Yoda quote there. <laughs> <laughs> multifaceted. Like, <laughs> no, <not> <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so we're always going to be evolving and changing and our interests, I mean, even as we've said our personally, like, you know, we've sort of like, We've sort of come out of music a little bit, um, you know, at times and you know, you change as a person and therefore your passions are gonna change. And, you know, I don't even know me personally, I've got multiple passions and you know, that that's common for a lot of people. You've got so many different things you're passionate in and that passion can sort of that level of passion will definitely sort of change as well. Um and, you know, you might completely change passions. You might be interested in something completely different in five, ten years' time, you never know. Um Mm. No, but I definitely think it's, it's super important for young people just to be getting out and doing as much as possible. And that really helps you discover more about who you are. I know we've mentioned a couple of times on the episode here, us personally, I mean me, just like, uh, you know, trying completely different career paths. Like, I've, like I'm 23 and I've pretty much done like three or four different career paths already. Not that I've had like different full-time jobs or anything, but I've like studying different things and trying different things. And, you know, and, and I, don't, I don't have any regrets, I think. I think it's just all part of the journey of sort of discovering yourself. And I'm thankful for, like, everything that I've tried and done because you you don't know that you don't like something unless you try it, you know.
1: You, you've you sort of sparked a, a question for me. Mm-hmm. You were saying it's better to go out and try as many different things mm-hmm. as possible, right? Is that just to land on something that you can then invest all your time in, mm. essentially throw all your eggs into one basket? Or is it better to be a jack of all trades and a master of none? Yeah,
0: it's a good question. I think it's I think for that comment that I made about trying things, I think that's more so directed at young people that are sort of maybe a bit aimless and directionless. It's something that you hear a lot. You've got friends that come out of school and go, Hey, what do you want to do? It's like, I have no idea. Mm. Got no idea. And that's I think a really good thing for them to do, just to be trying everything. And I mean, I know that, that that's something that Gary V pumps mm. a lot, just like um, tasting different things. Especially, you know, in that period of it, you're in your twenties, you've got so much time. Um, you know, you've got time to fail. Um, but yeah, I think to, to be a jack of all trades, I think I th- I think we we're always going to have multiple passions, different avenues that. That we should go down i think that's important to be to be multifaceted and have and have you know different sort of things that we're interested in but at the same time to sort of maybe have one or two key sort of passions and Mm -hmm. that generally become that's pretty much what a career is you know that's that's it can be it it can be yeah yeah um so i I'm, i'm sort of i'm sort of in the middle there where i i think it is good to focus on some key things Um, But going out and trying those things, that's how you discover. That's how you learn. It's like, okay, I've discovered that I'm really into, you know, this and not so much into that. And after that experience of, you know, whether it's traveling, trying different jobs or stuff like that, that that affects your identity and you really understand a lot more about yourself after you do that that period of tasting and discovery.
1: I agree, Mm -hmm. man. And I think you said before... You often ask kids coming out of school, "What are you going to do?" And ninety-nine percent of the time, they go, "I've got no idea. I don't know." Yeah, yeah. And panic. It oh, is yeah. Panic Station One Hundred and One. And I think one of the things that I would ask initially is, "Well, what do you do?" It's like, "What do you want to do? What do you already do? Oh, what do you yeah, already actually... love?" And mm. You can get varying answers on that, but what I was saying before about temporary passions that you can invest in or temporary interests, those would be things like like friends to be honest, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have friends. Definitely have a solid group of healthy friends, mm. like uh, socially healthy mm. friendships. That's so so important, but that can't become your life. Mm. And he, and he drops his phone again, once for second, again. For the second time. <laughs> and uh, I, one of the things that young people tend to do, and it's not exclusive to young people, of course, but uh, they get into the party scene, for example. And I've gone on dates recently and I've gone uh, been in relationships with people and I've had friendships where that's the only thing that person has mm. is their friends and their partying, mm. which are two of the most temporary things in their life. And then what happens is I had a really awkward date recently where this, uh, asking this girl, so what do you do? And she's like, oh well, I I work and you know at a childcare place. It's like okay, but what do you what do you do when you're not working? And she said, oh, I basically just drink and sleep. It's like <laughs> oh. That, that sounds like fun. Yeah. And it's like, and so, and <laughs> are you planning on doing something else? So she's like, oh, no, I just like have nothing else to do. It's like, wow, that's, that's horrible. That's not just health wise, but <laughs> like for your mentality, that, that would be horrible because when I came out of my musicianship and I, I had no idea who I was or what I was doing, I, if I I had to to find something to grab onto right away and it had to be strong and for me that was um, moving into martial arts as uh, you guys may have heard on any of the previous topic episodes or anything else that we've done so I think my biggest piece of advice to young people would be if you're looking for something to identify with Mm. There are some core principles that you need to, to factor in. One, how temporary is this? Will will this have any longevity to it? Uh, is this an integral thing that I can invest in? And if if the answers are sort of lining up in your favor, I'd say do it. But, but yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't identify yourself based on the things that that sort of keep you sane identify yourself with the things that you're driving towards yeah definitely
0: i like that the things that you know give you purpose Mm. yeah definitely and maybe just to finish up there as well next time you know someone asks you what do you do you know which is a common question that we get asked when we're meeting people you know and and i've actually heard it i've heard it mentioned a lot in other podcasts and videos that Instead of maybe just saying your job, saying some like what sort of hobbies you're interested in. You said this to me because, the other day. Yeah, yeah. because it's, it's a lot more interesting, you know. Yeah. Instead of saying, oh, yeah, I just do this and that, you know, I just work an office job or something. Say, oh, you know, I'm actually really into cycling, fishing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, you said to me the other day, instead <laughs> of right. saying um, what do you do, Yeah, you can say what are you passionate are you, about. That's, yeah, what are
0: you passionate about? Yeah. yeah. That's right. Indeed. Well, there we go. Hopefully you f- you feel like you know yourself a little bit better after listening to this episode. Go out, taste some things, discover more about yourself, identity. It's an exciting time being a young person. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And don't forget, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, mm. Instagram. We're also on Twitter now. Just search up The Young People Podcast and you should find us there. You can use the hashtag The Young People Podcast as well on social media and hashtag TYPP for short. Uh, we also have the Young People Playlist on Spotify, The playlist where each guest adds three songs to the playlist. Uh, it's getting crazy now. There's so oh, many it's songs. It's so there. good. But it's, it's great. Mm, it's I listen all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Um, and, of course, we've got guest episodes every Friday uh, – sorry, Monday. Every Monday fortnight. Every other Monday you'll hear Jacob and I talking about a particular topic affecting young people. But thanks so much for
1: listening, guys. And look, these these topic episodes yes. and, and even what our guests bring to the table, they're all so complex and what we're saying isn't gospel truth. Absolutely right? not. And so, so this episode alone, we could have done this, we could have kept talking for another two hours, really, mm. and we would have had no shortage of content. So, tell us what your thoughts are, bring your ideas to the table, join the community of young people, they're building up, we're getting some traction on there some conversations and discussions going so we want to hear exactly what you've got to offer what your viewpoints are agree with us disagree with us we want to hear it all so yeah you can you can contact us as through loki was saying through any of the the vast social media and ever ever growing social media Mm. platforms so anyway let's wrap this up thanks guys see you next time see ya